0: The only mind. regrettable part of it is that they don't poop enough.
1: Hello, Internet, and welcome to the to Horrorcast. This is the Creative of podcast brought to you by us over at I'm Jack, and sitting across from me is Jake. And this is the saddest game of
2: catch I've ever had, Jack.
1: It's sitting next to Jake. It's someone else who's got a big old egg for a head. It's Mark. That's
2: very rude. Is that why you just put the hat on? <laughs> that's why. Yeah. yeah that's... Okay.
1: Listener, Mark did have to go get a hat off, like, <laughs>
2: urgently. There's a lot of weird head stuff I, happening with Mark today.
0: I, it's more comfortable to record with yeah. a hat Your head
2: situation has come up an infrequent amount so far. Wait. you no, said an infrequent amount. Yeah. An, an abnormal <laughs> You're exactly amount. Exactly wrong. It is frequent, and that is abnormal. I have corrected that. <laughs> yeah, you more said that as eloquently familiar. as possible. <laughs> yeah.
1: For those of you unfamiliar with our Cracker Jack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. And this week, we watched 2012's The Battery, which was a Jake pick, and we will dive all the way into that real soon. And when we do, fair warning, we're going to spoil the absolute nonsense out of it. And hey, we do have a Patreon going, but we're not where your money should be headed right now. So, uh, as of June 1st, 2022, all of our Patreon proceeds are going to plan parenthood to support the bodily autonomy of women and other persons who can become pregnant. So you can head on over to patreon.com slash A-T-O-Z Horror, support the show at your level of choosing, get some cool perks for your troubles, and know that your money is going somewhere better than our dumb asses. And if you can't do that or just don't want to, we just appreciate you being here and hanging out with us, but do try to do something you can for someone who needs it, and there are a lot of people who need it right now. And if you need a little escapism, hopefully you can have some fun in the horror world with us for at least the next little bit. And boys, you know what that means. It's time to do the getting drunk part. So that's Gore. Let's do beers for fears. Hey, Mark. Hello. What are your beers for these fears?
0: Yeah, this actually was one that I already had in my house. I was pleased to come to the conclusion before I had to run out to the grocery store that I had had a good one already locked in loaded. I I keep a a steady stock of Founders all day IPA. Um, It's kind of like a low ABV sessionable ale um, and not only are they constantly talking about how they have to deal with the zombies roaring in the background all day but also on the can is a station wagon similar to the one that they are stuck in in this movie um, It has a canoe on top which they don't have a canoe but it's still a pretty accurate depiction of the second half of this movie said canoe would
2: have changed everything
0: potentially <laughs> You could have gone through. They could have gone through the moonroof into the canoe. Yeah, and, and then, then it would have been just like, like a clever. Suddenly ruse. jumped and like lifted the canoe, and then had like, that as body. Had room. like
2: a, a tiny fraction of their of their shoes visible. So uh-huh. what are the zombies going to do? They clearly can't like use their fingers or hands to get through things. Yeah, so, exactly. Or break glass. No, they're not interested in that. Definitely not.
1: Well, Mark, I like it. I think it's pretty good. I had a bit of a hard time finding a movie to beer this with. I've been trying to go more a beer local a movie it with of late. M- movie to beer it with? What do you- it's early, Jake. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down on me. Ease up off my back about it. Um, I went over to the Lokahi Brewing Company, which is just a couple blocks away from my new place here, and I'm very excited about that. I got myself a growler of P.E. Koi Pale Ale. Uh, P.E. Koi is, I think, from a like um, a guy who was a high chief when Hawaii was still a kingdom. Uh, but it also means, I'm given to understand, lofty aspirations. And that's because Mickey in this movie has lofty aspirations of not having to learn how to fight, of the world going back to normal, of you know getting his rocks off. He's got a bunch of lofty aspirations his, and none of them You know, I quite. just hope
0: that someday we can get back to normal and I can get my rocks off. Those Seems are the two like things it. on my to-do list.
1: He's, he's incapable of it in this world because Jeremy Gardner's <laughs> around all the time. That bastard. <laughs> Just shooting all him the shit. sexy zombies. Having sad catches. <laughs> yeah. So, P.E. Koi Pale Ale, uh, which translates to lofty aspirations. Jake, what about yourself?
2: Yeah. A uh, couple times in this movie, they refer to themselves only as ball players, but they're these are dudes that played baseball together before the zombie shit went down. Uh, I am drinking a beer that is that sort of direction. This is Fort George's. Fort George's, Jesus, Suicide Squeeze IPA. Suicide Squeeze is a play in baseball where you bunt, get thrown out at first typically, and your sacrifice is the guy that's on third base is coming in home to score. You could argue at the end of the movie the way this goes down, though perhaps not intentional at the beginning, was sort of a Suicide <laughs> Squeeze play. It's not
1: a consensual Suicide Squeeze. Yeah,
2: it ended up being a Suicide Squeeze, though. Like I said consensual. I am losing it this point. I month. am willing to let it go. As I said, I don't <laughs> listen to you. You've already pointed out when you're correcting me twice. Yeah, I wasn't listening though. <laughs> I just we have, assumed we have
0: been recording for six minutes, and you've you've corrected him twice, and you just I, let what? that one fly. Also, uh, Jack, like you've screwed up three ago. times now. Thanks, Mark. So
1: once every two minutes, I'm doing pretty well. Yeah,
2: It'll Mark. Get oh wait, we,
1: get it together, you, man. People think you. we're professionals. <laughs> I haven't had enough coffee yet. Mark needs to tell you
2: what what his beer is. No, it's all deaf I'm fucking with you. God. Okay, just move uh, on.
1: Either way, drinking beers and watching the batteries is the only thing we've done in the horror world over the course of the last week. We might have also experienced some other horror shit, so why don't we talk about it, starting, up, starting with paying up for lost beers for fears. Let's cue that sound effect. Maybe? Question mark? Looking at both of you, I don't have any.
2: I don't have Fuck any. Fucking listening to things or watching things.
1: Okay, so let's knock you that out. In fact, let's just dive right into regular yeah. horror worlds. I'll go first here. I've got a few different things to talk about. Um, one is I got through this new season of Stranger. Oh things, my at least god, as much you did! As exists about how, it. Jake? Do you know how many hours there are in a week when you don't have to work for eighty of them? There are so many. <laughs> hey, Jack, hours can in a I week.
2: actually? No, I. I'm not even asking. I'm stealing right now because in the last week I have only been able to watch Stranger Things, and I'm still. I still have. I think three episodes left.
0: Three episodes left well, in the first half. In the first, of the season. I, I, well, no. it's not the first half. There's
2: two
1: episodes left in the yeah, season. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, based
2: on where it is with what I have left, I sucked. cannot fathom there being another however many episodes where they just no. Released. There's there's so that's two good. episodes that are coming out. That's I, good to know. I don't know why
1: they broke it up as seven and two for nine total. I think it's seven, right? But they that's how they yeah, broke it up. It's I don't fun. know.
2: That was that was a choice they made. But anyway, Stephen King is right. It is stupid. Either I way, I don't know how you'd be able to do more than that. I, it's either that or a hockey game. I'm that's what I have to be doing right I've now. Followed. That's all I have time for.
0: I've watched the first five episodes of season one of Stranger Things.
2: You're going all the way back. Going all the way choice.
0: back. We decided to just go all the way back because we couldn't remember most of the things that had happened. Season one's better. I like it. No. I yeah. Like let that. me tell you about season one of Stranger Things. It's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. These Duffer brothers, they should probably get <laughs> signed to places. at least three more seasons. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah maybe two more. <laughs> yeah. Maybe just two. Maybe just two. Either way, Don't spoil I mentioned. Anything, I won't
1: spoil anything. I mentioned last week that. I was having Charles bouncing off episode 1 a whole bunch. Yeah, uh, you got through it. I got through it and it it is worth seeing. It is good. It is cool. The bullying stuff maintains its poor trajectory throughout the season. I don't know what about it is more this offensive than it has been in prior seasons, but it is You're just not I don't know. I think your
2: mood is not wanting it is where you're at. Yeah, do you maybe. remember
0: how shitty Steve's friends were in in season 1? Yeah, they maybe, are maybe it's fucking just that they've awful. been doing
1: the same thing for 4 seasons and I'm tired of it now. I don't okay. know. Okay. Either way, it's worth getting through. It's a cool season, and I will say I was do not spoil it uh, at all. I was very pleasantly surprised with a cool way the last episode interweaves a bunch of different stuff that's going on. Very fun, or I suppose the second, the pen penultimate, the the seventh oh, of nine my episode God.
2: in the season. That'd be the Teller ultimate. Actually, <laughs> the only other thing I'll say Te- is that they you. they do have a thing where <laughs> I I feel like they're very good at introducing. New characters that you are immediately invested in—they have a—they yes. have a strength in that, and department. they nailed it this season. I guess they did.
1: Yeah, it's great. Uh, Mark, you haven't watched any of the season yet? No. Okay. Well, you'll get there in two and a half years, and it'll be worth. <laughs> yeah, it do. I hope to be <laughs> yeah. done by
0: Christmas time.
1: Uh, Other stuff. Let's see. I watched Love, Death, and Robots. Mark, you recommended a particular episode of Love, Death, and Robots. Season 3, Episode 2. It's called Bad Traveling, I think. Or Safe Um, Passage
0: or something like that. It's about a boat.
1: Yeah. Um also directed by David Fincher, which was very cool. Oh, I know he's didn't a producer on the series, okay. but he directed this one. Holy shit, this was a cool episode of television, Mark. <laughs> right. I, I told loved you. it. I told it you it was so, cool. You know those old like anthology comics that were like weird, astonishing sci-fi tales or stuff like that? Like it felt very much like one of those things. Like hmm. where a, a guy sucks on a peach pit that ends up being an alien egg and births an alien. Like it just felt like that kind of vibe. Exactly like that.
0: Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's where my brain went.
1: Like in the sixties and seventies, Mark. Marvel had like weird, astonishing tales that were like one-off sci-fi horror stories. I mean, that were very I, cool.
0: Yeah, I buy that. I, I go more to like the. I I assume it's in the same vein as Creep Show. I'm not aware of these astonishing sci-fi things, but yeah, kind of like. Whatever. I'm sure show too. they exist. <laughs>
1: Either way, this is about yeah old uh, seafaring on an alien planet, but it's an old timey boat. It's very, very good. It was really cool. I enjoyed it very much. No more it, spoilers. Uh, I still haven't
0: watched it. If you have six minutes lying around, uh, also watch Night of the Mini Dead. It's fucking hilarious. Well,
1: I'm gonna make my way through it, but so I watched that. I liked it, and then I figured I'll go back and start at episode one. Did not like episode one. What was episode one? It's three robots. It's actually, oh yeah, that one's way robots. more. It's about three robots. Yeah,
0: that one's just like a. It's like a little comedy. It's stick thing. Stevie's
1: dad from Malcolm in the Middle did one of the voices.
0: It's, uh, <laughs> it's uh, yeah, that one's, that one's the only comical one that I've run across so far.
1: Okay, well I'll keep pushing through. I've kind of uh, so I haven't gone back, but I think I will. <laughs> I enjoyed the one I watched very much. Also, I played Limbo, the video game Limbo. Love it. Was nice. that your first it felt kind of of play through? Familiar. I played. I I can't honestly remember, but I did pay for it again. So there's that. <laughs> uh, it wasn't in my library. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say that
2: I'm I'm fairly certain you haven't played it before. Okay. I feel like you would have I, said something. It was an
0: Xbox exclusive for a long time, and then unless you own it on Steam, I don't know where else you would have played it.
1: I played it on Switch, so. Well, yeah, yeah you, exactly. I don't think he owns it. Um, either yeah. way, this is very fun. It's like a 2D platforming puzzle horror game. This is much more a vibe than a game kind of a movie, or kind of a game. I, enjoyed, it I liked rolling. it. I think better than Little Nightmares. Like it, the horror I'm less interested in, but it, it's a much more cohesive overall feeling it gives you, and the gameplay is a lot more tight. So like as a game that you play, it succeeds a lot more. Um, Why very, is it more very... of a vibe
2: than a game then? I
1: think it's uh, a just good because game. the, the game. I mean, the gameplay. It's is a good game. It's just it... a hell of a vibe. Yeah, and <laughs> I, I, I don't know what four or five hours, three hours, something like that. Not yeah, very I, many I, it's hours. a tight
2: experience for sure. Yeah, yeah,
1: um, and. It's it's a fun game, but it's more about just this cool black and white world that you're experiencing as you go through it than anything else. Yeah. Um, which was neat, and which was also kind of what Little Nightmares was about, but it was a lot more fun to play through this one. It's a lot like better, <laughs> mechanically. It yeah, is a better it's a better play. experience.
0: Play Dad does good work. Uh, when you're done with that, look up Inside. It's their next game. I, I will. The I ending will of Inside is I I finished Limbo, for the
1: record. I finished it. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, look up Inside.
1: Yeah um very fun. Also, this is horror-ish, I think. I watched The Northman with my lovely wife. Okay. The Northman. Uh North- this is free on Peacock uh as of yesterday, I think, so we watched it last night or two see nights it? ago. Uh yes, it's mm. fucking wonderful. It's I'm not excited weirdly at all. weirdly his most accessible movie by far. That doesn't su- that
2: also doesn't surprise me. That kind of surprised um, me. Why? It's I don't know. I, I feel it's, like the... The competition isn't stiff,
1: though. Yes, yeah. That's that doesn't... Yeah. <laughs> it's really, really good. I I mean, I, this is one of those movies that if I saw it when I was 16, I think I would be fucking absolutely obsessed with it. It'd be my favorite movie of all time. Right? So there are it's boobs in a, it? Is that what you're saying? Uh, It has some covered boobs in it. Some boobs in it. Well, I feel all, like,
0: all movies have some covered boobs in
2: them. Well, I feel like the I movie... Covered by hand. Oh, the, okay. The movie, and this is it, the only movie that I can think of that came out when we were 16, that seems like this, is 300. And that has aged poorly. Yes. And this will age much
1: better. It's a much better film. Or like Boondock Saints, that kind of vibe, which didn't, you know, but that's when you get obsessed with when you're 16. In the way you get obsessed with those kind of like action revenge kind of movies. Is this this just hyper-violence? Is this just like Nordic hyper-violence? I mean, yes, but it's not just that, but it is that. And it's a lot of that. I don't really want There are, he also, I mean, he's a good horror director. There's cool horror scenes where, um... Alexander Skarsgård is like sneaking around hunting stuff. Uh it's very cool. It's horrifying uh, it's, for the prey. It's 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 weird as shit. Also, Alexander Skarsgård, I don't understand the kind of ripped he is. It's the kind of ripped where he's if he's staring dead at the camera without a shirt on, when he turns sideways, he's not a lot less wide. Like his his sh- chest to back ratio is similar to his shoulder to shoulder
0: ratio. He's barrel-chested.
1: He's pretty not even he's pretty. Sh- I mean, his his delts and his traps are enormous. He's
0: just a, he's just a like a cube.
1: <laughs> he can't hold his head up normally in this. I think because his muscles are too big. He's gone too far. Oh, he he's gone the luchich, the luchich <laughs> yeah. direction. Yeah, he has Rude. to like hunch his head forward. Fuck that guy though, it's the only way his muscles fit in there. I loved this movie. I had a fucking blast. It's not. It's, it's a spectacle, and it's a great spectacle. It's not a great movie overall. Like, it's not, you know, it doesn't have much to say, but it's fucking cool as hell.
2: But it's action violence. It is action violence. It's exactly a lot what of we it, need and in 2022, very, very you know? It's fucking great. We need I more violence it. in our society. Next time I have,
0: sense. next time I have the opportunity to watch a two and a half hour long movie, I'll bring this one up.
2: Next time I have an opportunity to watch a two and a half hour long movie, I'm going to watch a two an hour and fifty minute movie and watch everything all aware everywhere all at once. That's or true. Shit that is, is true. This, but yeah, this one has the benefit
1: above. of being free on Peacock. So i don't have Peacock.
2: I just wow. use your login. Who the fuck are we kidding?
1: I didn't, yeah, I didn't know that I was paying for Peacock, but my wife informed me that that. Jack,
2: I that's the least surprising thing I've ever heard. How? I, you, I'm you sure watch? you're paying for almost every subscription I didn't know it service, was a paid no service. <laughs> oh my God, oh, dude, this okay. is unreal. <laughs> You've signed up. I bet you're paying for almost every single subscription service. <laughs> Many of them. Many of them,
0: yeah. Do you do you have boxes of clothing that just show up at your house at regular intervals? <laughs> yeah, it's weird, man. I don't know. <laughs> or like uh, like granola bars just show up at your house weekly? <laughs> pistachios, Mark. Yeah. Well, the pistachios are a separate
2: thing. Yeah, yeah.
1: Either way, that's all I've got to talk about. What about you boys?
2: I mean, I already dinner jacked with went, my shit, man. I had time for Stranger Things and hockey, and that's my life.
3: <laughs> okay. I,
2: how? What other time would there be? I wor- I'm a human being who works, and then I have an evening, and during that evening, I have to either watch Stranger Things, which takes. Well, you go to bed at like
1: eight thirty. No. What time do you go to bed?
2: Like nine thirty.
1: <laughs> okay, you know? so you could add three hours there, go to bed at midnight, and no. watch a movie.
2: Well, okay, I I could do that. I wouldn't be. I would be a less happy person if I did do that. <laughs> I've been tired this week. I've been really tired this week. You know,
0: That's Memorial Day to really took it out of me. <laughs>
2: it's also the weather, man. It's like the weeks the weeks here, and we have to work, and it's beautiful outside, and then the weekends get here, and it's like go fuck yourself. <laughs> it's like dreary nightscape. I've yeah. also
1: installed a new bathroom vanity, medicine cabinet, sink, and countertops in this place. Yeah, so.
0: but you sleep six hours a week. <laughs> yeah, Jack. It's not fair. We can't hold ourselves to that standard. That's yeah. unhealthy. I sleep. Mark, seven what hours have you watched? I almost died. Uh, did I talk about choose or die last yes. week? Yes, I did. You did. Okay, I didn't put an X out next to it, so I only have one to talk up. Talk about then. Talk up. Talk it up. Um, I watched that found footage phenomenon uh documentary. Oh yeah. Remember how we weren't sure whether or not that was coming to Shutter.
2: Uh, no, I don't remember that conversation. Uh, I, remember yeah, we it, had, I don't remember a conversation about where it was going to be.
0: We brought it up on HRR and it looked like it was only on VOD. And you guys were like, is that coming to Shutter? And I said, I don't think so. Seems it seems like something on anywhere. Shutter. Well, it's on Shutter. Yeah. Uh, so well it is. Behold. It is. It is there. I'm sure you can find it elsewhere. But if you have Shutter, you, it's probably in your featured suggestions right now. Um, this is sort of the episodic history of found footage they go all the way back to they they do mention epistolary novels uh which you know you're not going to learn about from them because you already learned about it from us specifically Jack because he's the only one who knew what they were um but <laughs> they talk about Dracula and so forth and then you know they run through the rest of the the gamut of the early uh the early found footage you know genre of cannibal holocaust and there's one that I hadn't heard of before that was um the McPherson tapes, alien abduction McPherson tapes, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess that's the OG OG. They had done that before Cannibal Holocaust, and they run that through. I mean, that's they have people from each of these like huge notable names um, in found footage. They have either the writer, the producer, or the director, of pretty much all of these um, that do you know the the one-on-one sort of interview things talking about it, and then obviously it evolves into how the genre is moving with new technologies and like what GoPro has done, what camera or what camera phones have done. Drones, uh, drones, security, security footage, that type of stuff. Um, they, yeah so found footage 3d of like half of that cast is in this movie jesus
2: um is, is this is one documentary it's not episodic it's not like here's an episode about correct this? it's one
0: documentary it's, how long it's, is it uh i didn't write it down but probably 90 to 100 minutes okay
2: so it's not like the history of folk horror that was like fucking three hours long. no it was not okay lo- days lovely.
0: dark and nights twisted or whatever the fuck that was called i don't know days bewitched something it, bewitched. what
2: it sounds like a spirit island spirit
0: yeah um and then they get into some newer ones that I that I hadn't really heard of yet. Like, Ma- Well, I guess these are somewhat old. They're like a decade old. But Megan is Missing, they spent a lot of time on, which I'd never really touched on. Yeah. Um, but overall, if you're a fan, I found footage, it's probably worth a watch. I, um, Saying this with as much humility as possible, I feel like I'm a pretty knowledgeable person about found footage and i didn't really learn all that much but i do like the conversations about um just about the genre in general and listening to filmmakers talk about their craft and stuff like that is generally pretty interesting so if uh that strikes your fancy and you're looking for like a cool filmmaking documentary maybe give this one a watch if you like found footage if you want to learn a little bit more about it cool that's all i had very solid should we go to the feature
1: presentation
2: no Oh, What if we said no? What yeah, then, what's then? Our, uh, then the podcast then? just ends, Jack?
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs>
2: okay, see ya.
1: Over at ACHort.com this week, we watched 2012's The Battery. Now, Jaco, oh, you picked this movie, and you've been championing it for quite some time now. Talk to us about it.
2: It's been a, lo- a long time since I saw this movie for the first time, Jack. <laughs> yeah, uh, I, I saw this movie probably four or five years ago now, Uh, way back in the day when I was just like looking through, I think I had seen Spring and saw Jeremy Gardner in Spring and got interested in what else he had done and found this film. I think that's the trajectory, but I can't tell. It's been so long, honestly.
0: Remind me what character Jeremy Gardner is in Spring. Uh, is he's... he the shitty American guy? Yes.
2: No, he's not. He the, isn't? He, he's not the shitty American guy. No, he's is like he the boss he's, at the beginning. He is his friend. He's Lou Taylor Pucci's friend before huh. he takes okay. off. He's so only in the like start the first of the movie. Two he's the basically movie? a cameo. OK, like, but I was I I thought and then whatever his name is, that I've already Vinny Curran is the boss. Like there were pretty good performances out of the dudes who just took up like two minutes of screen time at the beginning of that film. Gotcha. OK, um, absolutely. I am not certain, but I think that's why I looked this up. And, I mean, I'm the zombie guy, so I had to see a zombie movie, right? Right.
0: (laughs) Everyone says that.
2: The reason I recommended this one was because I had recently watched uh, Mickey Keating's new film, Off Season, and Jeremy Gardner's in Mm. that, and it kind of just took me back for a minute to when I saw this, and I remember liking the film and thinking it was pretty different at the time that I saw it, so I was like, ah, we haven't done a zombie movie in a while, I better recommend one of those, and... Lo and behold, we have like 10 of them. Yeah, we were all on the same page on that <laughs> one. <laughs> so, but we're not going to change course. We're going to watch Fuck them all. No.
0: no. Yeah. Absolutely.
2: So we're watching them all. So I picked it. Uh, had either of you guys seen this or no? No, Heavens it was no. the first viewing for me. Okay. I'd looked it up a while ago and it wasn't available.
0: And now it's free on Amazon. It's still not Amazon, very so. available. It's, you it's can free rent free on it on Amazon. Amazon and it's free with ads if you so like. So it, it's, I will it's, say, it's I did the ads. Two different services.
1: The ads work very well in this. Like oh, they I, they put them at really good places. I watched oh, the ads I just because I it. didn't see I the like pay it. for it.
0: Yeah, the option. ad the ad experience is too highly. It's volatile been bad at before, this but
1: this one this one it worked very well.
0: It's a different. It was a different, uh, like, presenting streaming service that did it because normally it's IMDb Tubi, TV, which is now oh. Freevee. Mark. Oh, oh that's what it was. So that's what I saw was Freevee or Freevee. And I think Tubi like has
1: advertised at least before that they don't have an algorithm pick where the ads go which is why freebie sucks they have a person watch and insert the ads at places that it might be good to insert the ad. wait i
0: thought you just this is freebie though and this is good you said no freebie this sucks. is Tubi. what's freebie
1: freebie is what imdb tv used to be called uh, oh Tubi you said was. that in the most confusing way
0: possible. i agree it was i was well, confused
2: they just changed their name for no so there's to It's a freebie. bad name okay it, is are things free on it yes oh well it's not that bad
1: a name they were free on IMDb TV too, and at least I knew what that was. Well,
0: I, I think I'm IMDb may have been concerned about how shitty a reputation it was getting from IMDb TV, yeah, which definitely. is their own fucking property.
1: <laughs> it's fair. Uh, either way, themselves. so this is this is Tubi that did the commercials on this, and it it is clear that they have a human being watch it and figure out where to insert the ads. So this is one you could get away with watching it with ads. I did by accident, and it worked.
2: Hmm. Okay. Well when i said i didn't think it was that available i saw those streaming services and was like no 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 i actually didn't see it on amazon it must have just been like it a is a order. i think you
0: have to click on so when you search for it like two different tiles pop yeah. up if you click on the first one that's how you watch it without ad, or with ads for free and if you click on got the it. second one that's how you got it i watched it on, or rent i it just rented it on
2: youtube so oh gotcha no no either ads. way Get it, Mark. Get it, Jake. Get. This is only get a
1: second it. viewing for you. You said,
2: "Uh, sorry, Mark's beer was spilling, and I was really, <laughs> I was really trying to help him." You know, morally. Thank moral you. Support. You
0: really helped me surge through that disaster.
2: Do you feel like you surged through it? That's what you'd call surging. Yeah, I expect a little more.
1: You may not like it, Jake, but that's what peak performance looks like. <laughs> okay. uh, yeah, I, fine, fine, fine.
0: I keep my performance in a very narrow band. Okay, okay, fine. I have a, I have a high floor and a low ceiling.
1: I'm moving to on. Jake, you picked this movie, and you know what that means. You have to hit us with a 30-second plot synopsis. Oh, Jack, yeah,
2: this was my second viewing to answer your earlier question because I yeah. do listen on occasion, you know. Okay, good. Yeah. Hey,
1: 30 seconds are on the goddamn clock. It's going to start when you start.
2: Ben and Mickey are living in a post-apocalyptic zombie-filled world of New England, I guess. They're ex-ball players, and that's kind of how they know each other. They're not really friends, but they have a developing relationship, and you kind of just follow along with them while they go from place to place. A little bit of a road movie here. Uh, discover some things about each other and encounter difficulties. Typical to a zombie movie, they run into some people, have some bad shit happen, and then they get trapped in a car. Ultimately, Mickey ends up dying, and Ben is walking away. in a potential little bit of foreshadowing to some revenge that could happen. But I the don't battery time. too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah, pretty good job. Thanks. I mean, this is much more talk about vibe again. This is much more a vibe this movie than a vibe. plot movie. This is an indie yeah. vibe movie.
2: Hey, what's subgenres of Horses fit if, into? If zombies. <laughs> Zombies and vibe, vibe, <laughs> yeah. Is vibe a category? Cause hey, Mark, vibe. add
1: vibes. We haven't added one to the. Oh my god. <laughs> well, oh I actually god.
2: was. I I said it in the the thirty second plot synopsis. I don't actually advocate that we add this to the list, but this is this is a road movie. Like we don't really talk about those people yeah. travel. Oh, I'm adding that. I'm adding that over vibe. Journey of self discovery no, sort of thing. Vibe.
1: We need vibe.
2: Okay, so vibe is being added and road is being added.
1: <laughs> hey, it's been a while since we've added to the we list. We added two. <laughs>
2: <laughs> coming in hard today
1: <laughs> and zombies and not much else uh indie. Me check i mean this yeah, movie was made this for, is gift. As, as as this movie was made
2: for six grand uh and the fact that it is that specific it means that it was made for exactly six grand it's what he had he had one bottle of whiskey that they had to keep shooting because the amount of it did not change Does until not they literally finished all. it off i i do yeah. i do
0: <laughs> i i'm very sure that he wanted to do this so that he could write off the purchase of a bottle of whiskey as it a... did seem likely. <laughs> yeah. Maybe. And
1: then he drank the first two thirds of it, planning everything out, <laughs> yeah. and then had a third of a bottle of whiskey to shoot left with left to shoot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
2: that I mean understandable. <laughs> Definitely. So, <laughs> you know. Uh, I think we I think that's all of them.
0: I think if this movie were a Spotify playlist,
2: it oh, would be boy. like lo fi beats to study to. No, that's more hip hop. Like if you no, pull those up. To, no, way. no, if you pull up like a lo-fi beats to study two, you're gonna get like hip hop or like chill wave or like stuff like that. Yeah,
0: chill chill wave and hip hop are not the same thing. There are definitely pull
2: up a lo-fi beats to study two and tell me what you're getting. You're gonna Mark, get like Jake, there's a
1: there is a playlist on Spotify called Lo Fi Beats to Study Two and I know. it has no hip hop on it.
2: There are some that I, I oh my god, I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Listener, please hold.
0: <laughs> Go stream the entirety of Lo Fi Beats to Study Two and then come back.
1: And then we'll
2: talk. Yeah. I think it's like a never-ending thing, too.
0: Yeah, it's
1: 2,000 hey, hours. But no other subgenres, so why don't we talk about what the fuck this movie does right?
2: Ooh, this one's to sleep to.
0: This might be lo-fi beats to sleep to. <laughs> um, the use of si- speaking of lo-fi beats, the use of silence and long-lingering like still shots to kind of underpin the fucking boredom of the world in a post-apocalyptic scenario Yeah. Yeah. works in this movie way better than it has any right to like normally when you make a movie about how bored people are it's it's, it's just boring. it's just boring and yeah. yep. i mean to be real a little bit here it this is a, is a pretty boring, boring movie <laughs> but it does work well with the energy overall like the, he's got a He's got a really good instinct
1: for how to do that. Even, like, when shit is going fully awry, when they're stuck in the car, literally surrounded by zombies, he lingers on those shots for so long.
2: Well, yeah, and I think the perfect example in the note that I had is that, like, only in the most indie of indie movies are you going to get away with stuff like this. So, to Mark's point, and then back to yours, Jack, but to Mark's point with it works better than it has any right to here, like there's so much more concept going on than what you'd be allowed to do if you were to produce something that is made for a lot of people. Like, you have to go into this knowing that you're going to get something that is a little bit more of a deep cut for people who are really interested in this type of film. And then, Jack, to your point about the car, I think the perfect example of that was after a movie full of Establishing the boredom and the monotony of what they're living through to the point where there are a lot of sequences of boredom and monotony in the <laughs> film. It builds to where they're in the car. And when forget the name, uh Mickey, when he goes out to get the How keys How could you forget it? He says it seven thousand, thousand times. times. Mick Mickey. Uh Adam Cronheim. He yes, my well Adam Cronheim. Um Jeremy Gardner's character Ben, he his performance there, how you can see him like start to melt down on one shot that lasts for I when Mickey gets out of the car. Is that we're talking about when when Mickey gets out of the car yeah. and he's sitting there and you can like see him going th- through all of the emotions and it's having a meltdown minutes. because he's yeah. not. He tells him he's like, if you can't find him, just leave me here. And it's just this monotonous single take of him having a breakdown, basically. Uh, it works so well, so I yeah. think that you you're able to tie both of those things, like monotony, boredom. And ultimately, anxiety and like actual emotion into something in a way that you would not see in a typical film.
0: It's also still very muted, though, for someone who's having a meltdown. I, I yeah. actually,
2: I, I'm. It's an interesting
0: take because I would not have said that he was having any sort sort of meltdown. He was starting. to. There's he sort was, of he like, was like a very realistic he, meltdown. There's, yeah. yeah. There's. Yeah. There's definitely some anxiety, which is. I think he was starting by the panic. fact that that scene is full of nitpicks. But he was starting to that, panic, dude. Well, yeah. Yeah. He was starting to panic because he couldn't see where Mickey was because they decided to leave the blankets over the windows. Yeah. But what don't worry about that part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, I mean there's there's a t- there, they also do a lot with B-roll here. We don't talk a lot about B-roll. Uh we have not talked about movie. B-roll I think since Children of the Corn. Yeah. But uh I mean there's just the movie's like movies like half B-roll. Yeah. It is. It's just like walking shots yeah. and f- grasshoppers. The grasshopper yeah, shot Some of it's used effectively, cool. but some of it's used very sloppily. Like
1: the random cut to the spider was ineffective and felt like a pretty rookie director um, to me. Like he didn't know what else to do.
2: Ineffective, I quibble with. Yeah. Well,
1: Jake gave I this mean, movie a ten. It scared for you, back. Jake. But, <laughs> this movie's a ten. But it it doesn't serve the overall film at all.
2: No, I mean they're definitely filling a lot with the the uh, the B roll, and it works well at times, and others it doesn't. Like yep. Sequence, montage, time passes. These guys are traveling. Like, that's somewhat typical. And then they kind of blow it out a little bit. But uh, now they're hitting rocks with bats. Well, you know? and, I think and now they're hitting part apples. Of the, part Dude, of that's the reason.
0: I, I'm going to break in here. Hitting fruit with stuff with bats so and fun. tennis rackets so is like fun. the most fun you'll ever have in your entire life.
2: And that's night. the most fun they have during the entire movie. Yeah. It's, yeah. the happy, it's the happy montage. Listener, if you're having a bad day, go hit a fruit with something. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> uh,
1: it's part of why it's the why boredom so scenes work as well as they do and aren't just boring is because of how charming these two guys are. I mean, in particular, prime, Jer- prime, Jeremy prime, primarily Gardner. Primarily Gardner, yeah. But both of them together are a good, it's a good relationship, they're a believable relationship, it's, and it works very well.
2: I agree. Yeah. And I think it's, it's a little tough because you want to review... A movie and not kind of get too far off into someone else's body of work, but this is a directoral writing, acting debut, pretty much, for Gardner. Production
1: debut, yeah.
2: And he did all of it. Uh, it's his baby. Which means Hell he... of a job, considering you made a movie that's pretty different. <laughs> so. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Very self-contained. I mean, I
1: yeah. can see why in 2012 this was like as universally acclaimed as it was. This doesn't yeah. feel like anything else.
2: Uh, yeah, no, it doesn't. And it, it, that- those elements of what doesn't feel similar have continued to, definitely. Yeah, if that was poorly worded, but you get it. I you know what I'm what saying. saying. The yeah.
0: closest, yeah, the closest analog that I have to this movie is Here Alone, uh, which, if you haven't seen, that is another recommendation. Yeah. Um, go and go and watch that one. It's it's pretty similar. It's a higher budget, still indie execution of a similar concept where you're just like alone and bored. Hunting zo- not really hunting zombies just like trying to survive in a zombie apocalypse yeah and then zombie things happen yeah here alone is the name of that
2: yeah uh, jack a little bit back to your comment about the two characters and how they work well too is i think related to the fact that you don't really i mean maybe it's partially because of the budget but you really don't have any other input like obviously they throw in the scene at the end where they blow it out and have them meet three whole other living <laughs> people but i they needed a small cast and they were able to create a world where these two just have nothing else to do, but hang out and kind of live. Yeah. I, I think that uh, that helps with them feeling believable because I mean, maybe they sure. could have butchered it. If maybe there's more to be said about that, maybe they could have been really bad and played. Oh, play it would have each be other. very
1: easy for this to not be believable. Potentially. And yeah. Be I, I, as I talked about, well, it, I didn't know where it's to land. impossible to not like Jeremy Gardner. I think I
2: agree. he's so
1: fucking charming and that's another thing this movie does hard right he consistently charms and delights you
0: well and i think that's what makes the boredom part of it work is the interplay there are two things really the interplay between the two actors uh namely jeremy gardner who obviously conceived this whole thing so he like most holistically understands the tone of the movie uh but then b and this is the part where i'm very confused how they made this for six thousand dollars uh, All the music? There are thirteen at least tracks. Actually, I I stopped counting after thirteen tracks. There is this is a very a soundtrack dense movie. I actually put the music at does middle, but I agree with you that it it
1: well,
2: adds a just, lot. To yeah, the he's movie. just saying he doesn't know how they made it for six grand. I must well, I'm done. also
0: saying that the music extremely helps. It's the movie from the preventing the were, boredom from taking. Oh, off. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were
1: there any songs you guys recognized or artists? I mean,
0: them? well, so the second song is the I only recognize the Johnny Cash cover of yeah. Ain't No Grave, but that's then, the one I don't know
1: how he got. But the rest of them, it feels like they're indie enough that you could reach out to the band. Probably owns the rights, and they might be happy to have their song in a movie because yeah, they're p- small.
0: Potentially, enough. the uh, the yeah. the biggest one I think on on here is going to be the uh, the. Uh, the anthem of the defeated is that what it's called by um oh. uh god the kings something it could it's know. one it's the one that Gardner mouth sings lipsticks yeah, to yeah, yeah. they can take our yeah. bones that's one of the, that song pops up on my spotify discover
2: every week when every the other single question week. the other question is like when did it come out like well, you clearly
0: the, at least 10 years ago <laughs> Yeah, well, I, that's <laughs> what I'm saying, though, old, is like, crazy. <clears throat> if
2: a song has just come out and an artist is smaller, it's no secret that, like, you're going to be able to use that for much cheaper, mm-hmm. right?
1: Well, and also, I mean, they do some interesting stuff, like the Johnny Cash cover and him singing it, right? You only have to buy uh, uh, distrib- or publication rights, right? I don't have to buy the original, uh, like,
0: performance rights. I yeah. just need to perform it, so. Mm, yeah. Fit for a king. He didn't perform it, though. That was the original performance rights. That is not Gardner singing, right? That's not I- what you're saying?
1: Oh, wait, that's not Gardner singing in there? No, 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 no,
0: That is the, I, I He's lip be, syncing to the original I would be surprised. <clears throat> I thought he was they did insane. a very good job of it, but I've yeah. heard that yeah. song enough because
2: it's so on my Spotify playlist
0: every fucking week. Is it the Discover playlist? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I hate the algorithm for Discover. It's a cool song. I don't listen to it anymore.
2: Spotify's underbelly is
1: bad. A lot about is Spotify is bad. I'm on YouTube music now because
2: Google doesn't good even have a good shuffle mechanism, even, dude. I yeah. make a playlist <laughs> and you shuffle the playlist and it's always like shuffling the same third of the playlist it sucks no matter what. I don't it's know never, about they've that. They've never fixed that. I, I feel, I I feel like the shuffle works pretty. well. It doesn't work well at all for me. Oh, should
1: I get title? Do either of you guys use title? absolutely? Well, I mean, title sounds hell great, but that? there's
2: like three bands on there. I don't even know what that is. Okay,
0: it's the
1: it's one like that was Jay-Z founded. And Neil Young's uh, yeah. <laughs> streaming service, to Artist Forward, and also it's Neil Young's involved, so you know it's uh, a substantial portion of it is like lossless audio compression file formats because that's all that guy cares about. I mean, that sounds great. Yeah.
0: It's it's the best one in concept. They just don't have the content. What
2: happened to Spotify HiFi? Spot a hi fi?
0: That was that's not a thing I'm aware they of. They spent existing. the money on
2: Joe Rogan, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that was that they were talked about like two years ago, and then just nothing. Anything else this movie does hard right? Or <laughs> We got to go to middle. Feels like in my heart, I want
1: there to be. It feels like it does more things right, but I can't. I can't put more things right Jack, into it's words. The
2: vibe, it yeah, it, a, it's,
1: it's all vibes. Movie. It, a it does vibe.
0: vibes hard. The entire right. the entire yeah. movie. You know what it does right? It judiciously lacks a lot of things. Yeah. Which is yeah, it judiciously just, doesn't have things to talk. Look,
2: about. Look, spoiler alert, <laughs> a little bit for ratings, but this is a movie that does what Mark just said and vibes hard right. And then there are about a billion nitpicks if you want to go there, but like why? Because vibes. Uh, I mean, we're gonna go there. Yeah, ish. But we're contractually obligated to go there. But I'm gonna I'm gonna like hashtag Grand Assault it with vibes with with vibes. each nitpick.
1: Uh, mm-hmm. okay. The Jeremy That's Gardner fine. dancing around with the. Gun like in the house is such a wonderful scene. He's so charming. It works so well. The the gun and the the bottle of whiskey is pretty good. So,
2: to comment on the exact same song, to go right back to where we were, Uh you're right. I think we should linger longer. Linger longer. That's all. God damn it. Do you have to? Go to middle. Do you have to? I don't have to let it linger. I put the music in does Middle. And say why.
1: Because the music is obviously a hugely important part of this movie, right? It's, it's, It's kind of the whole thing with him burning through the batteries, them being a battery. Like, it fits the theme of the movie. It fits his character. It works. It serves the movie. But there's too fucking much of it. And it's like... The the spaces between different songs are too inconsistent. Sometimes you have, like, two indie songs separated by a five-second break. Yeah. Sometimes there's a half an hour without a new song. It's too yeah. inconsistent.
0: Yeah, the front but, half of the movie has a song every two minutes. The back half of the movie has three songs Well, Well, that's,
2: I mean, that's a little bit, if you want to zoom way the fuck out and talk about what the movie does middle, this is kind of like two different movies together. Not different yeah. in that they belong as different things, but, like, to me, if I'm thinking about like where this movie originated, this was like, a, two dudes are trapped in a vehicle surrounded by zombies. What do they do? And, and then they build a the movie there? out of it. Who are these it's, people? Yeah. Are they good at playing ball? And so they went backwards. Exactly. <laughs> we need to
0: know. Can they play problem? ball? Have they ever been caught in a suicide squeeze? Yeah.
2: Is he a one-pitch bitch?
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's a problem with a lot of movies that are vibes. Is like at some point the movie realizes it has to also be a movie. Yeah, right. It has to have a beginning, middle, and end, and then they rush to that end. And
2: yeah, I mean, with this one, you have an hour and forty-minute movie, and it's like an hour of them interspersing music at variable times with you know the development of the relationship, and then you have you know. The rest, a lot of movie where they're literally just in the car. Yeah. It's a weird thing. If you were to chart this out, like if you mapped this movie and what happens, it would be baffling to people. That's why this doesn't get made by a production company.
1: You, know, the, you talk about like with every but high I love that. skill occupation, like especially movie directors, especially creative ones, you talk about like the the when people talk about the greats, they talk about either the intuitive ones who have like a really good idea of what's going to work but don't intellectually necessarily know why, or the intellectual ones that study everything and map it out and know how that works. And Jeremy Gardner is very much the former. He has a good idea. He has a good intuition for why it's going to work and did not spend a lot of time thinking about it. <laughs>
2: I would agree with that, and to yeah. to a, to, a, to a degree, uh, I would say that that's the same in a somewhat different way with uh, the one that came out last year, his newer film,
1: uh, After Midnight. After which Midnight, I thank fucking you. Fucking love.
2: Yeah, I think you I, and you can. It's interesting for you to have seen that and then to go back to his it. Other is film. it was interesting. Yeah. yeah, I I would agree with that assessment of him. I don't have any After problems that came it, out three years ago. No way. Twenty nineteen. What the fuck? It was pre pandemic. Yeah. I mean, you can't blame me. But I don't think I might not have have been available to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I
0: think it was I mean, I think it was out there, but it was more like uh, circuit stuff.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it's yeah, if it's near the start of the pandemic, then it might as well been yesterday.
0: I mean, April 2019 is when it came out. Hmm. Jeremy Gardner's done a lot less
1: stuff than I thought he had. Like, just in my mind, I knew about the battery. Obviously, yes. I've seen uh, the After Midnight, and I just thought there were like three or four other movies. No, nah, he's there. just There's acted.
2: That's movie. it. He's just acted yeah. in a bunch. I mean, he's in. He's been in some of Keating's stuff. He's been in some. He like he was in Psychopaths. He was in uh, the new one Off Season. He's been in some stuff by Benson and Moorhead, but it's they're kind of small yeah. roles. Huh. I, I'm much. wondering what the biggest role outside of his own stuff he's had. It might be the cop from Psychopaths.
1: That maybe, yeah.
2: That's interesting. Yeah, he in, was my in my head, mind's eye. I remember two. that one. I saw. that Oh one. yeah, Mind's Eye too. Mind's Eye too. <laughs> mind's Eye too. <laughs> he had yeah. a big role in that. That was bigger. Yeah, it's probably that one.
1: But the other movie, I guess, I have Jake. Have you seen Tex Montana? Oh, no, that's his other direct, That's point? his other yeah. full body.
2: Did everything right. I yep. haven't seen and it. I, in I, which I he
0: plays Tex Montana, and Adam Cronheim is also in it. Is he? Okay. I'm assuming yep. it's a similar size production. Adam Cronheim is second build <laughs> as hiker. <clears throat> I wonder what that one he was even. I, about. I'm 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 guessing it has equal or lower budget than this movie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but that's just me. Um. To get back to Duz Middle, I'm going to put the name of the movie here. Uh, I agree. I I, I don't... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, It's a good movie because it's... As small as this movie is, if you type in the battery film, it's the only one that pops up. Yep. Because there aren't any other... Which is kind of interesting. You'd think there'd be, like, a war movie or a documentary about the park or something called The Battery. But, like... Why the fuck is it called the battery? This is what this is one of those movies that we they, probably they, need to pause and talk about. about it,
1: Mark. They, they have a lot. They line. spent a scene, try, yeah. They, they, they try to cram in a reason for it about two thirds of the way yeah. through the movie or a third. You of the said way we're
0: like a battery. <laughs> Wait, say that again. I don't think no, actually.
1: So I think it was I, I, J- I don't Jeremy think it was Gardner assembly. says. Yeah, he said when he's chastising Mickey. Mickey, Mickey, for uh, the way Mick. he's like living his life and doesn't know how to hunt, doesn't know how to fish and won't kill any zombies. He says, and you're churning through batteries and we're out here together just dealing with all this. We're like a battery, right? You and me. In yeah. what way? I don't know. I had this in the exact same sentence. I, okay. I put it in middle too. <laughs> okay. Yeah, It doesn't make any sense. I, I
0: missed that. Li- is, that while, is that while he's uh, building the, cro- the longbow? The yeah, I don't that's it's
1: it, it is that scene when he's okay trying, when I guess I missed that back.
0: line I must have been writing something else down but yeah that doesn't make th- then call the he's... movie batteries then you know yeah make a plot and, and point about him trying like, to get a battery and that's how he it. the, the batteries
1: are an important character oh. element right but for, for not for really Mickey, they're Mickey, featured in Mickey, one Mickey, scene Mickey. but also he does i they I like the they do represent his like not willing to accept the world he's in, right? He's not conserving them at all because he's just trying to make hey, it through to the next phase of life. Um, where he can get me, off,
2: you know? Remind me, uh, the, the car stuff was popped off because they were getting low on gas. They needed to siphon some, right? Right. It wasn't. A, they didn't have a battery issue. No, no battery Okay, issue, making sure. As far as I could tell. Making sure. But they could okay. have had a battery issue, or that would have been, been, been a more normal way to tie that in. How
0: would you yeah, have a maybe, battery maybe issue
2: once you were already driving? I don't know. Maybe okay. they stopped to pee and then it wouldn't turn. I don't know. They could have done it. They could. It would be very easy. This movie, easy. St- this, the concept for this movie was them in the car, trapped by zombies. Guaranteed. Yeah, that's true. Um, and they built everything else.
1: Well, you could also ha- have a scene where, uh, Mickey, Mickey, Mickey needs to talk to Jeremy Gardner, and but he can't because the walkie-talkie's dead and he doesn't have a full battery because he used them all listening to music. Like, there's like, a lot of ways you could have tied it back in. We're
2: full bore into A to Z Horror Writers Corner right now.
1: <laughs> well, yeah, I agree. They didn't we, do much writing around the title. It. <laughs> the title is middle. I, agree. I do. I do appreciate that he acknowledged. I should probably try to cram away. I should
2: cram some reason that it's called the battery into here. Yeah, it's funny that it's like there's <laughs> not a lot of writing, but the writing that was done is really good in terms of how they build the characters' relationships. Yeah. Is this? Well, a Wikipedia Bumblecore says film?
1: that Jeremy Gardner said that like he, yeah. didn't, he didn't <laughs> write oh any dialogue. He just had, yeah. you know, an idea of what he wanted the scenes to be about. Yeah. which is I'd Yeah, like start
2: to- here, end here. So it's a fucking core film. Great. Yeah. Let's curb your enthusiasm.
0: <laughs> and just like it would normally happen if you just said, so here's where this scene is going to go. There's just a lot of silence where people aren't talking. <laughs> yep. Yep.
2: Yep. And Mic- Mickey, Mickey, Mickey is always, on. he's got the he cans says on. says Mickey so. so many times. Yeah, that might be the, honestly, that might be the most used word in this movie. Oh word or if you like did a like a
1: uh, cloud yeah, word graph cloud or yeah, whatever, yeah. word cloud. Uh so naturally have, have either that. of you guys watched there was a web series, uh kind of our college era, a little post called Jake and Amir, a college humor web series. Well yeah, isn't that I the, mean,
0: it's from yeah, uh that's from the folks who do not another DNB podcast, right? Uh, one of them, Jake yeah. Jake is, Jake,
1: yeah. Um, yeah, Hurwitz. It, uh, he's half of know. it. And the, the character is like, they play very exaggerated versions of themselves working at a college humor website, and one of them's a complete idiot. And there's a recurring character on there called Mickey that he's just always fucking over, and he says Mickey as many times or more. And I have to imagine one of these influenced the other, because it's maybe it's, or Mickey, all I can think about. Mickey just sort of name. Good, it is pleasant to say
2: Mickey over and over Yeah, and over. it might just be the sort of name that you end up, saying i it's a subtle thing there are subtle things at play here but yeah his character ben that type of character is exactly the type of character that uses people's first names when sure. he's talking to them and just set, like puts it into the sentences you know what i mean you know yeah very like gregarious yeah yeah gregarious is the right way to describe that <laughs> and i fucking love it i don't know where in middle. I should. it
1: works va- i mean look i it added a lot to the film for me i just could not Help, but draw parallels to Jake and Amir.
2: Okay, well. Oh, Mickey, what a pity! You don't
0: understand. You take me by the heart when you take me by the
3: ah. ah, ah.
0: Oh my god! <laughs> oh my goodness. That's not stuck in your head now. No. Oh, okay.
1: It's weird that that's the part of the song you sang, not the chorus, not like the hook everybody knows,
3: <laughs> but the. Can you do that? The, the uh, start uh, uh, of part the pre. Again? The start of the pre-chorus <laughs> okay. verse.
2: Ah. Uh, 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 uh.
0: Oh, Mickey, you're so fine. You're so fun You blow my mind. Hey, Mickey.
2: he's going to keep going on it.
0: That uh, That's basically the extent that's, of I'm the never song. you pulled off Spotify, Mark. Yeah, because I'm doing such a spot. This is art. It's critique, okay? <laughs> that song is good. There, well, I see, critique Well, see, the thing it. is, he's going to put I'll, the song in behind you. Tell you what you. that song
1: did. That song convinced Taylor Swift that you could have, like, a spoken word segment in two-thirds of her songs and
0: ruined half those songs. Wait. That's a lot of fractions. She has a spoken word part in two thirds of her songs, and, and half, half those of songs those songs were ruined, were for ruined it. by Look, it. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so Sh- six of her example, songs are good that have spoken word in them. Shake joke.
1: It Off has that spoken word part in it, and while it's a bad part of that song, the song still absolutely
2: slaps. That song, that, that song slaps. Yeah, one of the thing, one of the problems I have with Taylor Swift, and it's more her recent music, is that. The, if you listen to a song and actually like use a stopwatch to count the amount of time where she is not saying something, it is <laughs> ridiculous. And I totally understand. Like she's obviously like a good musician and is her incredibly voice is intelligent, Jake. Well, and she's also the personality of the band. Like if you're a Taylor Swift fan, regardless of what era, like oh, you're listening yeah. oh. to it for her. For like Taylor you don't Swift. need to yeah. have the guitar go rang. Like no, one no you don't fuck. need it at all. But for <laughs> me as a listener, who's like I appreciate who she is more as like a business person, honestly. I, it's just not for me, you know. Yeah. But why did we yeah. get into this conversation? So why wait, my are hey Mickey, you're oh, Yeah, that's <laughs> why. Hey Mickey, yeah, 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 yeah.
0: You're just to clarify. Yeah. You're saying she talks too much in her songs. Yes. Okay. For me. I don't know how she could possibly talk more
1: in her songs. I sing
0: more.
2: I I've listened <laughs> to the... maybe five Taylor Swift songs in my life. I. I'll loan you. I. Oh, what do we have? What what? What do we have on vinyl? Folklore. We have folklore on vinyl. That's, a, like great vinyl. That's a great vinyl. That's a great So we have folklore on my, my well, wife. Well, it's either going to be folklore or Taylor evermore. evermore.
1: <laughs> like, it's not going to be... Well, we'll
2: have both at one point. I didn't know which... I knew it was one of the two. I'll loan it to Jake you. has a lover on vinyl. I don't.
0: I don't I get <laughs> any of these jokes. I'm sure they're funny.
1: Uh, hey, we recently won trivia, and the question, the tiebreak question that had us win was Taylor Swift has four songs that have you in the title. How do they do the I tie in your trivia? It, it was two teams, and it came down to one question. And the question was: it, it was it's well, a whole group. Okay, yeah, it's I, just Taylor Swift has four songs that have you in the title. Do you write uh, it down? List, still? And then you write you write all four. Okay, down. so yep. it
2: wasn't like old school. You and me in college, catacombs. No, so we had to like go and stand up. Send someone up. Yeah. Okay, okay. those. Were <laughs> and then the what there was a the,
1: musical chairs component. What are the oh
2: four songs that have Look you in the Look what you made
1: me do! Uh, uh, you put me on the spot, Mark. I got well, all. Well, you were already on the spot. I know.
2: Well. Don't be on the spot again. It's nine a.m. Don't. It's ten thirty. Don't be on the spot again. <clears throat> what does this movie do wrong? It's hard to talk about what this movie does wrong because it's
1: like so hampered it's by. It's got budget. too
2: many vibes to be wrong.
1: It does have too many vibes to be wrong. I I true. have something It's that not true.
2: It, okay,
0: so this I. I will grant you this, this probably could be a nitpick, but I escalated it into what the movie does wrong because It might be mine too. It, it would have been be so easy to just write around it. Oh, it's not mine. And it ends up being a relatively pivotal plot point. When they get the walkie-talkies, they are literally farting into the walkie talkie less than a second before Frank and Annie butt in with their conversation. Yeah. We know that Frank and Annie can hear them because they respond yeah. later in the scene. Do Frank and Aunt? How how does that work? This is your entire None. introduction to Frank and Annie, and you couldn't have figured out a way to like do your thing where you fart into the microphone, cut in like one scene of B-Reel while they're like walking down the road and picking up and worms or something like later. that, yeah. and then close up on the walkie-talkie that's sitting right. on like a we're, we're, we're to
1: believe that Frank car. and Annie heard a big old fart on and the, wa- the walkie-talkie, and on. then they're
2: like, "Hey, can you get tremors for yeah, us?" Yeah, carrying on on the same channel. Yeah. Um, no, I. Don't have any problems with that being escalated from a nitpick because it's just like bad editing. Like, they the walk- had so much B real that they could have just edited slightly differently. And we, as Jack also mentioned, like it's kind of weirdly placed at times. So, yeah. just the walkie do it talkies in
1: general are all what it does wrong because we're to believe that uh, Annie leaves it. They've changed the channel, right? Because they can't hear them speaking anymore. Uh, uh, ben and Mickey, 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 ha- can't hear them speaking on it anymore. So, ostensibly, Annie and Frank have changed the channel. But then Annie has a separate walkie-talkie on the same channel that she can then hear Mickey.
0: The speak one thing to her on. the one thing they have at this compound that they're stationed at the orchard, It's like a
1: battery they, of walkie-talkies.
0: They have a whole battery of walkie-talkies. Yeah, hundreds of them. Just a fucking grip. It's a walkie-talkie a grip of yeah, the walkies. <laughs> they. Uh, it's actually a walkie-talkie factory that they're holed up in. That
2: we'll we find like, that out in. the I mean, they the could be in like too. a Radio Shack. Sure. I mean, who knows? 2012. The there were a few of those left.
1: Oh my God! Yeah. S- since we're on the walkie-talkies, also, no walkie-talkie like com- consumer grade you buy at the Walmart or Radio Shack walkie-talkie has it was ever five worked. To well. Five to ten miles. No and they're way. Probably beyond that, they can See, hear so I just,
2: clearly. I just took that as as them being stupid. And like that wasn't the range. The orchard was probably. Obviously, it's literally <laughs> across the actual <laughs> yeah. orchard from them. It was like a house that was three seconds away. They go far enough, though, that they can still hear. They're just over driving the in circles, talkies. man. Maybe. I'll tell yeah. Hannah
1: and I did a road trip we had to take two cars. We had, we bought like a $60 set of walkie talkies, and they couldn't even, we were car to car, like following each other in the car, so they don't always work. He's
0: moving too fast, man. That's because of the wind speed, though. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, it knocks down the
0: signals. <laughs> you can only, uh, the car in front can communicate with the car and back because you just Put leave the, the signal back, you where you are to go forward yeah, yeah exactly it gets gusted backward you like, drive through the signals yeah like you know how like a, when there's a fly in your car flying around thinks it's the king because it's going so fast and then it flies out the window and immediately gets hit with a 60 mile per hour gust of wind and dies yeah. that's what the <laughs> that's what the radio that's what's happening to the radio signal yeah, exactly
2: it thinks it's the king
0: it's like yeah it's the king of radio signals and then the doppler well, effect the hits it, for like a split and blue second. shifts it
2: into oblivion shit man this is intense Blue sh- red shifts.
0: I don't know. It depends on what direction you're depends on what side of the radio wave you're looking at. Yeah. I think.
1: I thought you were talking about the fly still. And you were equating airwaves to uh energy
0: waves. So if you were if the fly comes out and gets buffeted, it would compress, which would be the blue wave effect, right? Red wave would be if it gets stretched out. Yeah, good call. Yep. I don't
1: know, Jake. You remember my costume <laughs> in college that I went—I went as the Doppler effect, where I was—I was. Yeah, all I blue do remember the you front, going all the red in the back. No,
2: I under—I understand that we're talking about Doppler, but I don't know what's what.
3: Yeah,
1: it's blue shifted okay, as it's, it's coming it's towards you, red shifted as it's going away. It's why ambulances
2: it's like go that wow right, right. as they okay. drive past. I get it. I just don't know what to put the color on. Okay, okay. It okay. red okay. is okay. elongated. Okay. I also just generally have a quibble with... That feels wrong to me. I'm I'm interrupting. That feels wrong to me. Think about it. Blue is more soothing, and when uh, when I'm hearing a siren less, I'm soothed, whereas red's, like, intense and mean, and that's what I'm hearing.
1: Ultraviolet is the peak of blue light, and it gets super, super... I'm just
2: saying, on vibes alone, of all movies, I'm going to lean on vibes today for my arguments... That's fine. ...when it comes to science. You should.
1: I I mean, this is a vibey-as-hell movie.
2: (laughs) What are you saying, Mark?
0: I just have a general quibble with Mickey as a character, as a like you, Mickey. They, they Mickey? basically
1: Mickey. Mick. What are you doing, Mickey? Come over here, Mickey. Mickey. They
0: for as as real. I I get. I would say this is a relative. This this movie is anchored in realism to a certain extent. Absolutely. Um, (laughs) to a
2: certain extent apart from the zombies (laughs) yeah okay well that's okay just okay within within the conceit of the movie as a zombie apocalypse yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah. Uh, it's attempting to be a very realistic depiction of characters I I appreciate that they're not even like really friends they're just like two people who were caught together and they would both die if they separated although Ben definitely wouldn't so uh, Mickey's just hanging on yeah but I don't know Mickey isn't believable as a human he is I mean, he's probably going through some like PTSD or something. But well, his whole family got killed. You learn you. His do- whole family was killed in front of him, and then also his. He's going to his girlfriend's house, and she's also clearly dead. So he's yeah. going through some things. But that dude is functionally
2: incapable of doing anything. Yeah, he probably has a lot of anxiety issues. You know, maybe. Yeah, I
1: feel like it's a similar argument to when we were talking about Martin Freeman in Cargo. Like he's unwilling to just. Choose violence in this new world. It's let le- to a much less degree, but it's the same kind of discussion. But he's willing to
0: act. Mickey just sits there and puts on soundproof headphones and goes into a trance for
2: days. I almost, yeah, he's, he's, you
1: know, he is unwilling to accept his new reality. The beer That's I true. almost got Freely today is not
2: the beer I almost got today. No one's going to care about this. This is for you two and not the listener. Uh, was Exit to Daydreams by Lost Grove, yeah, ooh, which would have been for him. That would have been Because great. he is just, tr- but it's like a barrel-aged 12% bomber, and I'm not doing that right now. Yeah.
1: Also, Jake, if I could just nitpick your last uh, statement, the whole podcast is for us and not the listener. Yeah, I fuck think the
0: listener, fight. man. I never cared. <laughs> just
2: That's kidding, why listener. we're so fearless. Authentic, authentic, man. I like you, too, I think. <laughs> Until you criticize. Uh, what was I saying? You're, you you weren't gonna provide what, Mickey, you, Mickey, what Mickey. you think the movie does wrong. Mickey Mickey. Oh, I mean these are the least threatening zombies ever. Oh yeah, that's fine. But that's part of, that's part of what it has to be, right? Like it, it does, it, but uh, it it does, but like then it this is you could probably
0: they're New England zombies. They were pacifists to begin with, so <sighs>
1: yeah, maybe. <laughs> That is not something I associate with New England.
0: You you go to like Chicago, those zombies are fucking gonna yeah. kill you. No, actually, no, I Nobody I don't in know.
1: Boston's violent at all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they're all libs up there, Jack.
1: Also, aren't they in Connecticut?
2: They're in Connecticut. No, no one near Boston. You get fine, you get into Boston, they're gonna fuck you up too. Don't fucking say dude, that's the no one is angrier than a southern New Englander. Southern New England's the worst. Exactly. Not Connecticut. Connecticut is southern New England. What? What? Yes. I don't have a good understanding of how all those states. I don't either. Up there. Connecticut borders Rhode Island to the west, and it is above New York City.
1: Yeah, I just I, I didn't that seem seems northern. It seems like southern New England. It
2: is be... literally right below Western Massachusetts. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, fine, 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 fine. Fine. We got to move past the, this. It is got
1: to move past this.
2: It is just southern New England. Oh, this is the most boring thing I've ever heard. God, just blow the whistle, then we don't have anything else. Well, the I mean, the, the, uh, go the zombies. Back to the zombies being unbelievable, um, the, the typification of that is in scenes like the car, which I think is an incredibly good sequence of film because it's so specific. But you, <laughs> they're hanging out in there for God knows how long, and we're going to get into a bunch it's of nitpicks days. on that. But they have the windows cracked. There are many reasons to do something like this. But when you have zombies and you crack windows, their hands are going to come through.
1: Well, also, Jeremy These Gardner zombies, they are fully surrounded, and th- Jeremy Gardner opens the s- sunroof yeah. and cl- climbs out and shoots four of them for some reason. And He then wants to see how many in. he can
2: get. Well, Shake
1: the bullets. Also, if you're going to do that, go out there with a baseball bat and bash him in the head. He probably you has will, a shitload after
2: of bullets. After Days, will because they're not kill them. threatening. I mean, yeah. you, the window's cracked enough for them to like get their hands through, but they aren't even. It's not like, yeah, they could break the windows. In addition to that. They can get their hands like their arms through those cracks because they're big enough and they choose not to. So that's the weird part with these guys. They're tactical. They're zombies. choosing not to. Tactical. They're Earlier, so threatening
1: that Jeremy Gardner is comfortable sending a zombie
2: into a sleeping man's bedroom and they're, locking the door. There's yeah. so he non-threatening. Knows he's not going to die. This is, That's okay. actually great. This might be a neat pick now. <laughs> I wanna, I wanna. They, were, they were hashtag blessed with the least threatening zombie, which, whatever affliction. <laughs> which it does then ever. make
0: sense that Mickey still manages to get bit. But yeah. uh, <laughs> the end of the movie has to be one giant nitpick, right? Like. The, the end of the movie, the and mid-credit scene is Jeremy Gardner on a leg that has a through-and-through through oh, bullet Oh, you mean wound. the end end of the movie? Yeah, the end, yeah. end, end, yeah. end, end, end. Last thing you see, walking is away, him limping away using a bat as a cane with the whole horde of zombies twenty feet behind him. Going They're s- yeah, five percent slower than him limping after being shot. in the <laughs> well, leg. Well, that
2: means he's gonna gain ground. He's gaining. Yeah, yeah. I'm saying. the guy
0: with a bullet hole in his leg is gaining yeah. ground on the zombie horde. Yeah, and yet somehow they managed to get Mickey killed. Like, why didn't they just? You know, the whole thing was, I guess, that he would like fi- he figured out a way to open up the front doors and then run
2: out the back, and they couldn't fucking do that with Mickey. There's he a brought lot it wrong up, with too. the whole end
0: of this movie.
2: He brought it up too. He's like, couldn't we do the same thing? And he's like, no, nah, I don't see how we could do that.
0: Uh, yeah, it's it's tighter tighter quarters yeah. here or whatever. And then he does it.
2: No well,
1: problemo. They could, just sit, they could sit on the top of the car, and just bash their heads one by one. Just bash them. Just bash them they're, they're ha- and they,
2: they could have stripped parts from interior. They could have made a full-on rat stick.
1: They could have done a lot of stuff. Instead, of they did was gone spent through like days a, drinking a third of a bottle of whiskey. The three of us would go through that bottle of whiskey in 15
2: minutes.
0: Well, yeah, and you guys would each go through it, and I would have one shot. <laughs>
2: you might be the one to survive. I don't know.
0: <laughs> That's my trick. I get you two drunk, and then you guys handle all of the riffraff, and I just sprint away in a straight line.
2: You know? <laughs> Um, I don't even
0: have to sprint. I walk briskly away, away in a straight Not you even briskly. walk briskly. You just have to not <laughs> be Olympic. Why? Yeah. Why are you going to walk briskly? No, I just have to sprint. run faster than you guys. Leg.
2: I didn't hear that. Ooh, where are they shitting?
1: That, that was the whole. Where are they peeing even when they clearly pee, Well, they, have, he, he does at pee, least bring
0: that
2: up. They and they then clearly he does later drink into his own. He did do
1: the
0: thing that they he store chose. He chose that
1: once, but, the, but earlier, they're there for a couple of days when the water jugs are still
2: full of stuff. They've been pissing and shitting that whole time. Yeah. I, I feel the like the second they started they're drinking, they're going to be pissing like maybe goddamn not horses. Shitting. I mean, they I had feel like to shit. They had to shit. I Yeah.
0: I mean, yes, there's not enough pooping in this movie, but I do feel <laughs> like they probably could have opened up like the wheel well. Like if you pull up the one like the where the yeah. spare tire usually is. Yeah. I don't know where they are in station wagons or whatever, but like pull up the floorboards a little bit and there's probably like a little hole in there. You poop in the hole. That's my guess. It would smell.
1: Sometimes Yo, oh my god! Ba- the
0: inside of this car would smell like the yeah, they but- smoke so many cigarettes and poop so many times, and
2: they have a literal open. <laughs> well, that's why they're heat. smoking the cigarettes in the car at the end to cover it's just up the, the cover shit up smell. smell. Gotta but but cover sometimes on like shit a smell.
1: two day backpacking trip, I won't take a shit. You know, sometimes you just if you're stressed out, you got other stuff going on.
0: You're running at 100 percent efficiency. Does Your body's using a, hold on, all of it. does taking
2: its... a two day backpacking trip stress you out? That's like the no, no, no. But like you, you're
1: thinking about other stuff. You know what I mean? It's just I don't. Sometimes I don't need to shit on a two day backpacking.
0: No, there is. There's also just something to do with camping in general that like it just doesn't come out man I, I think i have a different experience than you guys. i think yeah I, yeah when you de-stress i'm 100 by this i think you go into the woods and you take a poop and like it's just it's just like just darkness <laughs> it's like a it's like oh, a like metaphorical it's like a spell from dark souls that uses like the black magic you know where it's just like a mark wickedness lives
2: in the city buddy uh-huh yeah,
0: and it's it's got to come out of your body. Yeah. In the back of a station
2: wagon. No, no. not that part, though. Okay. That would smell so bad, man. Why was Jack he throwing go. the CDs in the very first scene? He didn't you like don't have that ones. many CDs. He probably has a lot of CDs, dude. <laughs> I guess I get why they had to use a CD player, but even in 2012, a
1: CD player is not easy to come by.
2: That I'm telling you, man, Radio Shack's abound for this one. But I, don't I think was they thinking sold about CD that. Players actually, in 2012. It's it was probably, a good choice. It is his parents' house. It's probably where he grew up. I I bet I could find my CD Walkman if I went to my parents'. Well,
0: house. and here's the thing. I actually really like this choice because yes, at the time, an iPod probably was the predominant way of listening to music. Maybe Just was. maybe Just was. an uh iPod Touch or whatever, but and then that eventually evolved into It's fine. The phone. It was an iPod family. But um you would have to charge those with Like electricity from the wall. So once electricity fails, you you need something that runs on batteries. And all of us at that time had a CD player in our houses, guaranteed. In 2012, I guarantee you I did not have a CD player in my house. I did. I definitely
1: did. One, 2012, I graduated from college. At least two, actually. I think I still have them. Two, my parents definitely did not have a CD player. In 2012, when we graduated from college. Yeah. Or two thousand yeah, That's twelve. 11. Years
2: yeah, we graduated from college years before that. I no. We graduated yes. in twenty eleven, twenty ten. Okay. Well, well yeah, I mister.
1: didn't take freshman geography and then just didn't sign up for the <laughs> online class and didn't do it five times. So I spent uh, two grand on that and got a bunch of F's on my record.
2: <laughs> you were out of college before I was. <laughs>
1: I was I left college before you were. I didn't <laughs> graduate <left>. before you <laughs> just did. fucking left.
2: <laughs> I was like, "Why, dude? This is like the worst decision you've ever made." He took too many philosophy just classes. One and class, was like,
0: "Yeah, but I mean, like, what even is education, though?" And then man. I just
1: didn't do it a bunch. Of, and it took me one Sunday afternoon. It was like a second grade level class. It was like <laughs> write all the names of the countries of in Africa and then draw a map of your neighborhood in colored pencil.
2: And oh my fuck! I remember this course because I took it. I took that courses online too.
1: That yeah, was the, actually an that assignment. Was, that's what prevented me from oh graduating for like a year God. and a half. And got I five extra Fs that was on a college my
0: transcript, course, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Jack's a lawyer now. So, <laughs> him and Kim Kardashian or Chloe, one of the Kardashians. I don't know. Not Kim. 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 Is it what? She's yeah. a lawyer. She was going to take the California bar. I don't. She passed. I it. Up she has passed it. the bar. She's time. a lawyer.
2: Yeah. Yeah. In California. Yes. Huh. Sorry, Kim. She's I smart. I don't know what the I, fuck... I'm not saying I think she's stupid. I'm saying I didn't think that she was a lawyer.
0: It's new. It's a recent development. Okay. It was yeah. a whole Last big week. thing. Her taking the bar was a whole big plot no point shit. on her show. I,
2: I am out... Whatever sphere of media that exists in, I'm not... Uh, yeah, we
0: are, we are at least three spheres removed from Eddie Kardashian talk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm, Hannah loves the Bravo shows, and they get into that kind of gossip. Like, oh my god, Bravo removed. as a channel... The whole the whole concept of that is they have top chefs. Top chef is rad. Uh, we watch top I,
2: I'll I watch give you top, top chef. chef. I'm fear's fears removed from like Pete Davidson news. So I feel like it might have come through that way, but still. Give it a give it a week. You know? I'll yeah, I'll get <laughs> something about it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Once it gets digested into a joke about sports, it'll land on your Twitter. Time moves slow over here. Yeah. Um masturbating to a zombie is a scene that I don't think I've ever seen and never will see ever again. That is a it very It is a very but also weird and interesting thing to include in your unbelievable movie. unbelievable.
1: No, exactly. <laughs> and was
2: Especially given how non-threatening the
1: zombies
3: are,
2: yeah, yeah, that really established it. That hit it home, right?
0: Yeah, ex- she's yeah, just walks up to the car. Her arms are like one arm is inside, and her she's just rubbing her boobs on the windshield or whatever. And he's the- like, I can get off to this. You're like, yeah, yeah. He goes to he goes to shoot her initially, and he's just like, well, wait a minute, this is interesting. <laughs> Where's this going? <laughs> yeah, I, are you feeling this magic? Oh my god. Well, that's
2: with so this is. This I'd like Mickey. to say I definitely wouldn't do that, but I don't think I can honestly say that. <laughs> You don't know what you're going to be like in a situation like that. So. You don't know how bored
0: these guys are. They're
2: so bored. It's been months, Jack. It's been months, yeah. and all I'm e- they only have each I, other I, to look at. You know what I mean? So the funny Jeremy Gar best- an interesting
1: looking
0: person.
2: Jeremy Gar, he's, con- love- he's
1: definitely not
0: conventionally attractive, but he's interesting looking. I love, I love the line of "You're the only person I know who could walk across all of New England and gain weight." It's good. <laughs> it's good. It's good. <laughs> it's just been pugging
1: off whiskey the whole time.
2: <laughs> Fuck you. Take it for me,
1: that shit packs the pounds on.
2: <laughs> I just love how he splatters her brains across the window and then he cut, he runs up and to the car he's and he's like, Oh my up. god, <laughs> I'm so I'm sorry. So sorry. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh,
2: funny. Jake,
1: Jake, I have a question for you specifically. Oh, oh, no. Did you notice a a no. a left handed issue in this movie?
2: No. I, I think I Jeremy Gardner is left handed.
1: You think he is? I believe he is because what when they're trapped Wait, in the it. car and they're talking about what they want to eat. And he says, "I want the chicken, I guess, and the bean, and the peas." Is it a can, can opener issue? He grabs the can opener yeah. and he can't do it with his left hand. He has to then switch to his right
3: hand.
2: Yeah, I didn't a, notice a
1: right-handed. It. Can, I think Jeremy Gardner's left-handed, and they definitely have a right-handed can opener in that scene. I mean, I yeah
0: yes, that yeah. would be a thing that you would guys happen. Have yeah. So hard, it is brutal, man. Yeah, check your privilege, Mark. My right-handed privilege. That shit exists. Don't you dare!
2: Don't look (laughs) at me like
0: that. I mean, give it. Yeah, actually, give it thirty years. I'm getting canceled for for what I just said. (laughs) A hundred (laughs) percent. Thirty years. I don't know. Some things move fast. Try three. We're coming for you. Okay. Yeah. Actually, sure. Yeah.
1: Neat pick. We're coming. (laughs) Left-handed people. Neat pick. Almost escalated to what the movie does right. For a movie that doesn't have a lot of visual storytelling in it, the him unraveling the baseball as a visual metaphor for his brain unraveling is very effective and very cool, and works because really well it's because the end.
2: in the car was where the movie began. And yeah, what, and the like, base almost and ended. the
1: baseball is what like
2: connected yeah. the two of them. Yeah, yeah, very cool. I liked that a lot. I agree. That is a nitpick. I have another nitpick. Why did Jerry stop?
0: Jerry's the guy that they have an uh, exchange with before they shoot him in a field. Why did he stop? He stopped. Yeah.
1: Why is that car in the middle of the road with gas? Oh. In it? He, he has
0: gas, and he's just like hiding in a ditch, I guess. But While he, he's he actively like car? speeding
2: away from he these people, protecting him. Maybe that car had a battery he... problem.
0: Ah, there it is.
1: <laughs> I don't understand their whole community. They're organized enough to be looking for movies, but they have someone who's stolen their car but then they have a much much I actually, bigger truck i What's love that any of it
0: uh, that's probably my favorite part of this whole thing where there's it's like you know how we talked about this during cargo you know how there's always the community that seems to have it all together but then it's run by fascists. fascist racists Yeah. right so they're just like that exists that's what the orchard is they have creature comforts like tremors but also, people are actively trying to escape, and anytime you ask Annie, she says, it's not what but, you think it is, and then Annie- they just don't show it. They just don't go anywhere near it, and they barely touch on it as a plot point. I love it that. Do- That's hilarious. It doesn't
1: work at all, though. They touch too much on it, because Annie and her egghead have ri- both have guns and rifles, and the biggest truck we've seen in the entire movie, and somehow the guy in the Suzuki Trooper or whatever the fuck it is, Suzuki Samurai, the tiny I'm- little half-truck thing, yeah. is has stolen it from
0: them. What the fuck is going on there? I know, whatever you steal a car from the motor pool. They use the cars for people to go out and get stuff like tremors.
2: Jack, the orchard is not what you think, but the is. guy
0: is, the guy is trying to escape and they don't want him to steal their property. And they probably want him as like slave labor. I feel like that is very in like you could have made that you could have added an extra season of Walking Dead on the end of this thing and like gotten full into what the Orchard was Walking Dead instead, the Orchard yeah and then and they just didn't and I really appreciate I'm, that. Well, I'm happy they ed- like that al- is a good joke they
2: alluded to things and they even did the classic like it's
0: not what it seems like
2: yeah and then they did the like I'm coming for you and then obviously they weren't gonna make another movie off this like look at this fucking well thing. give
0: it another couple years give it another thirty Come years you on. know the
2: battery two magnets thirty you're stuck I mean, on thirty.
0: It could be a,
1: it could be a mens Morehead situation, that. where there's a, no- they make another zombie movie that's has the orchard in it, but is only very loosely tied to this one. It's yeah. T- yeah,
2: it follows like other characters, and then they like run into these guys somehow. Yeah, yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. It's actually set in California. Confusingly,
2: <laughs> <laughs> thought you were in New England this whole time. Nah. Oh. Nah, no, no. Nah. There's a portal.
0: See, when, when the when the time loops happen, space loops also hap- happen. Well, time is just space. a dimension. Yeah. But right. Yeah. Everything's just dimensions of other dimensions and things.
2: Um, Something else that was interesting is the pace of their discoveries about the car. So this is pre like them being stuck in the car. But they... So, sunroof scene, right? That's... They're days into having that car at that point, mm-hmm. right? And he's like, oh, look, like, look at this sunroof. I'm going to open it during the rain. And that was clearly for the joke of, like...
0: off sunroof, yeah. It's a
2: rain roof now. Uh, that was one. Two, when he was at his girlfriend's house, and Gardner's character discovered that you could lay down the back seats to create more room so they could sleep in it. Revelation. <laughs> Revelation. <They're laughs> they are pretty slow feet, on the uptake with this car. And- they're
0: pseudo-professional baseball players. I mean, they're not... Problem solvers.
2: Yeah, playing in Pittsfield mass. I'm wondering what kind of like short season. This off is obviously season... like D
0: League, right? Like they, they, these guys are eventually gonna play the Boise Hawks. It reminds of me of
2: like it reminds me of like Cape Cod League, but they're in Pittsfield. So they're not Cape Cod League. Like they're, they're clearly... not that
1: far off of just a beer league, it feels like. Maybe maybe that is. Maybe I, it's a
2: recreational I it league. They were supposed to be like low level minor league players. I thought so too. Like legitimate minor leaguers, but like low level. But you need yeah. another job to fill out the year. Probably. Or, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: And you're working at like, you know, Home Depot or something. Yeah. In the meantime, yeah. Except Mickey's not
2: because he's fucking useless.
0: Mickey can't do fucking anything. Mickey's working at a Radio Shack. Well, he's a, he's a he's
2: he's a one pitch bullpen player in low level minors. Yeah. So he <laughs> only <laughs> hey. has a he only has a curve ball. The actors are better at he baseball He better be a drug dealer. He's though. not making any money. He like, what kind of throw. guy nitpick? Hold on, nitpick. What kind of guy... Hold on. What kind of bullpen pitcher are you bringing in who only has a curveball? That's situational hitting where you're probably bringing him in for the, the stance of the batter, and that's it in sh- minor in, league baseball. Like, double minor in league. Like, in, like, the minorist of league. I could see it if it's like, okay, he has, like, the wickedest curve I've ever seen in my entire life, and then automatically you're going to be, like, AAA ball player. That's not what the- this was. The actors were pretty good at baseball, though. He could fucking throw. So I'm sure I they actually, both played baseball ac- in like high school. I yeah. actually think that um, the fuck's his name? Jeremy Mickey? Gardner. Nope. Other Mickey. guy. What's his name? Let's say Mickey, it again. Cause Mickey, I'm about to. Adam Cronheim. Mickey. I actually think that he probably did play a decent amount of baseball in his life because he can throw well for a long distance, like right trajectory, good speed. For like, he could throw someone out for sure.
0: I have one last one. You guys still All have right, more? I- got a more pile, or should I no, just go this I one? No, I got on? no more. Okay. Uh, neat pick. We're going to go out with a neat pick here. Do you guys watch the credits? Yes. Uh, no, after the,
1: I, I scrubbed through it after the like first mid credit sequence, but didn't watch them. The,
0: the credits are actually full of personality. There were, I can't remember the exact wording, but they thanked a bunch of the zombies that were left on the cutting room floor, but were not forgotten. Uh, but specifically, <laughs> the, uh, the neat pick that I'm going with is the last credit of the movie, of the actual like actors that are in the movie, is Henry Owens the Worm as Worm on Hook. <laughs> wow. In the fishing scene, <laughs> that's pretty. Good. They, wow. they named the they named the worm Henry Owens. The worm
2: that is funny, uh, and I had one more knee pick to finish with as well, and it's just the fact that Jeremy Gardner's character has like a trait where he, for a large part of the film, smokes two cigarettes at once. Uh, <laughs> He's he living in Flavor times. Country. He it's is not exactly a big country fuck. Yeah, gonna die one way or another. You know what I mean?
0: I mean, yeah, shit in a zombie apocalypse. Why fucking not? Aside from, you know, cardio health. Like, you need to run away from things sometimes. Yeah. No, you don't.
2: Not in this one. <laughs> Not actually. in this zombie <laughs> yeah. This one.
0: So you, yeah, you need to amble slowly away. Yeah. You need to limp as as slowly as possible, and you'll still so gain. So, again, even more of a reason to smoke two cigarettes yeah. at once. Live in flavor country. Let's go to Ratings.
1: We, over to Z Horror use a 1-10 through 10 rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think about Lawrence who would rate saying it sounds like someone's got a case of the
0: Mondays. When you come in on Monday and you're not feeling real well, does anyone ever say to you, sounds like someone has a case of the Mondays? No. No,
3: man. Shit, no, man. I believe you get your ass kicked saying so much like that, man.
1: And for ten, think about Roger Hoover who would rate how broken his computer is. That just happened. So my computer is uh, completely cracked. I tried to put my hand up and stop the baseball, and it went straight back, and now that one almost
2: came back. Story is the first category to rate these movies. Jake, this was your pick right there yeah. for Story. This, I think, is the hardest category for me. Uh, I am interested to see what you guys are going to do. I gave this a six, which is above average. There is, notably, not a ton of story happening here, and I like to keep a high-level view, but the high-level view here is still the relationship development between these two guys at the course of the film, so it gets a little bit of a different treatment for me than I typically would go with, and I think that it does a really serviceable, jo- serviceable job of that and making you care for like what these two dudes are going through, uh, in addition to the fact that the the conceit of the film, the nexus where it began, was a really interesting and different take than what we typically see with zombies, which is, what are you going to do when you're trapped in a car that is surrounded by zombies? Which I think is just lovely. Yeah, I gave give it a tire four. Iron out. <laughs> you have a baseball bat? Just start bat.
1: You can sit just on the sunroof and bashing. just bashing.
2: It's a rain roof now, Jack.
1: <laughs> I gave it a four. Um, I agree with you, but ultimately, this does feel like a movie that is very vibey, and then at some point figured out it had to actually end as a movie, and that those are the parts where it's the parts where... I think needs. it had to so figure out how to start. As- it had to figure that out, too. And the part where it had to figure out how to start and how to end are the weakest parts. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> it's best when it's just cruising right through the middle. Yeah, uh, So I'm giving it a
3: four.
0: Mark. I'm circling the wagons. I gave it a five. It's mostly judicious lack thereof four five six. from a story standpoint. Uh, yeah. But I do feel like they the parts of the story elements that they added, I do think sort of detracted from the movie itself. Like I don't know why Jeremy Gardner is as cruel to Mickey as he is and Mickey goes out of his way to be completely useless at times. The fact that he one second after Jeremy Gardner says, "Hey, Keith, just stay over there and keep an eye out for people. He has a knife to his neck." It's 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 like the the camera pans back down to him siphoning gas and then immediately back up and Jerry's just there holding a knife to his throat. I mean, you couldn't you literally couldn't Get ambushed harder right after someone says, <laughs> just just for the love just of God. don't get ambushed. Keep your eyes anything. open for I mean, anyone. Mark,
2: everyone has a talent. And
0: Jerry is the least intimidating person I've <laughs> ever seen hold a knife. Before.
2: Yeah, well, you tell that to Jerry after he sneaks up behind you.
0: By the way, that's a pretty good sequence. We didn't really talk about the whole Jerry exchange. And Jeremy Gardner good. versus Jerry.
2: That's, a, that's the highlight that was good. of the movie. It was, it was good. Movie. He played him like a fiddle. Like a fiddle. they killed him. Like a fiddle. Also like a fiddle. Yeah. Yeah.
1: World-building immersion in our second category, Jake. What's your world-building immersion Yeah,
2: vi- vibes. <laughs> vibes. <laughs> vibes. Uh, I gave this an eight. <laughs> uh, this Whoa, is, this is where the vibes fucking go, Mark. Where are you putting vibes? <laughs> okay. Vibes are an effect. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's an effect? No, I don't. I was oh joking. Oh, God. I was going to freak out on you. <laughs> I think it's a I, vibes. Uh, I don't know what else to say. This movie, Clearly. Th- <laughs> this movie is highly immersive to me as an individual because of its indiness and the way that it is able to depict what is happening that we've seen many times in in the zombie subgenre of horror in a very different way i like the intimacy of these two characters i think that that really is interesting to watch i like the and i'm actually saying it with sincerity this time the vibes of the film <laughs> as it progresses because it has just an interesting kind of Pro- like road movie to say it again, progression as it goes. And you learn more about these guys and they're just kind of like going along. The monotony can be a tool at times. It does verge on boring, but that said like it keeps you with it and then it shifts when they get to the car. And I remember loving that sequence of the film. I still do. I have more nitpicks with it now as I'm reviewing it for podcast in full than if I'm just watching a, a movie. Uh, but yeah, this one is, is high for me. Well, makes sense. I give Listener, a
0: hold on, listener. If you're curious what that sound was halfway through Jake's spiel, there—that was Jack sneezing loudly off mic. Well, <laughs> if been... you thought he oh, might have been like even... attacked by a tropical bird or something, now that was sniffing
1: on this aromatic cedar, <laughs> and I think there's still some wood dust on it because it made me sneeze. <laughs> it smells so good,
2: though. Jack, it's just those lacquer fumes. (laughs) No, these are unfinished. It's (laughs) just Cedar. That's what you're saying. That's what you're saying.
1: Raw Cedar. Jack, Uh, give give it I give it a six. Yeah, this is, I agree with Jake, this is where the fives go. I couldn't go higher than this, though, because they don't, I mean, the world they build is one of loneliness, but they don't beyond that. Like, it's an emotional world they build, not really a real world. And I think the high points here go to real world building, not necessarily emotional world building, but it is still strong. It's immersive, shockingly, for how boring it is. It's a six. Mark.
0: Um, yeah. Wait. Yeah, I gave it a six and a half. So slightly, slightly above wagons. You guys, but again. I have yeah. I have almost nothing to add yeah. here. I think the minimalist approach works very well, and I think it's fucking hilarious that they referenced this uh trope of a zombie dystopia that exists beyond the pines and then they just like don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> and then most of the movie is them getting stuck in a car.
2: Great. Yeah. Great yeah. work. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm just going to take us into Scare Factor. Jake, what's your Scare Factor score?
2: (laughs) Yeah, this one was interesting for me. I mean, that said, it's not high uh, by any means. I gave it a three. And when I was going through this exercise, I wrote it down, checked myself, as I typically try to do, and thought, that feels high. Why do you think that after you've been railing on how these zombies aren't that threatening? Yeah. And it's more of it's more of the feeling that you get the claustrophobia the monotony of them being in the car with a threat that is zombies that are outside something that will kill you if you go outside while requiring yourself to ignore the specifics of how that probably just isn't going to happen if you think about (laughs) it a lot um so that's that's what's keeping it from being higher but that's what did it for me. I, I think there was a lot there that on the second viewing, just like on the first, that's the scene that's scene is not enough. The sequence that stuck with me. Uh something about being in that situation resonated with me. It just it stuck with me and that has to count for something. So I gave it a three.
1: Fair enough. I understand what you're saying. I gave it a two, and it's not like as low as it could possibly be because there are some adult fears here, and this movie does make you feel and experience the isolation and the boredom, and I think that's effective and contributes to the scare factor, but it is very, very low, Mark.
0: Yeah, two and a half, so wagons, wagons circled. Wagons done been circled We again. done did
1: it. <laughs> it's going to take us into effects
2: or judicious lecture of Jake! I gave this a four. I, I didn't know what to do with this. Like, they made this movie for $6,000. I, I, In retrospect, maybe I should have gone higher due to what Mark said about, like, they had a decent amount of music in this movie. I don't know how they did music. it. I don't know how they did it, so maybe I wasn't giving enough credit to the audio portion of the film, but it's mostly judicious lack thereof. I, the zombie makeup is existent but serviceable. Like there's, It's just not an effects movie at all, so it's hard for me to no. even go middling.
1: I gave it a three, and while I understand this what you're cruel. saying... <laughs> I couldn't even give it higher three. for the audio element of it because the added in gunshots I think was the exact same stock <laughs> gunshot sound I used in my <laughs> refoley of $6, the of souls $6,000 dude I understand
0: but I like, would yeah. I would 100% buy they found someone who was particularly good at making gunshot noises in their mouth and they were just like sounded okay like shit <laughs> yeah, this is a 38 what does a 38 sound yeah. like <laughs>
1: <laughs> and so even the audio part doesn't hit that hard for me so it's a 3 look it's a tiny budget and they did a lot of cool emotional stuff with it, but it's not like
0: it looks good for the budget. It looks like a $6,000 movie, Mark. That's absolutely phenomenal that you would say that, that it's not like it looks good for the budget. It looks fantastic for the budget.
1: No, it doesn't. It doesn't look like it cost more than $6,000 to make. It looks like it cost exactly $6,000 to
3: make.
0: <laughs> I am in the weird position of having to defend this movie when I gave it an exactly a five and a half average score. Woo! <laughs> Do it, Mark. Like you said, like, okay, they're clearly going for low budget vibes. The sets themselves are very well realized as they're far as sets. They're just places they shot. Yeah. <laughs> they're that's sets. what a set that's
2: is. That's why they're well Jack. realized, because they were literally like, oh, like we're using your sister's bedroom today. They, empty, they emptied they out a house. That works in this style of you film. You
0: have to learn to shoot around it. Yeah. I like so the prop the props that they have of this recurve bow thing that kind of sucks. Um, but the I like the the headphones that they use, also pretty good props. I mean, yeah. they the the stuff that they use goes a long way. Really, the only thing that, yes, the gunshots sound bad, and the zombies themselves have makeup on that, I mean, honestly, we it could probably do after watching fine. a YouTube tutorial. It
2: looks tutorial. fine. It looks fine.
0: It looks, it, exactly. It looks fine. It costs $6,000, and at no point did it distract from the overall vibes of the movie. So, so, Mark, so penalizing it to the point where it's in the bottom third of our objectively I didn't do, perfect I didn't rating system. I
2: didn't do that. You didn't.
0: You did give it substantially lower than average, though.
2: You gave it a five and a half? Yeah. So one thing that I will say is you've convinced me to go up a half point. I'm going to give it a four and a half, and here is why. They did a good job, and I don't think we really talked about this, of knowing and working around their limitations. Yeah. The scene that I'm thinking of is the hotel scene. There is a pretty much static shot where they are parked at the hotel. Ben's character goes to the room, opens the door zombies come out and Mickey's in the car and he's trying to get Mickey to Mickey, come out. This is Mickey, still early on. Mickey, right. And he's like, Mickey, you're he going to fucking out. finally Mickey. kill some of these. And he's like, not today. No, I, I'm not going to do it. And he finally kills them both. But mm-hmm. I thought that they handled it really well. Where it, it kind of
0: pushes them down he, below the trunk. Well, he, so you can't see so
2: he turns, they get <clears throat> the zombie to like amble directly behind him from where the camera is. Mm-hmm. And he kills that one, but you can't see it because it's, him obfuscating the zombie kill, yeah, and then the other one he pulls down below the hood and kills that, like yeah. the way that that was done was good perfect. choreography, yeah, uh, so yeah, that's a half point up, four Gotta and a half
1: hard. uh i i I'd only respond that we give i think we low budget movies that look like they've exceed like they look better than their budget would indicate get credit, and big budget movies that look worse than their budget would indicate get penalized, you've this given looks- less to more. This looks exactly like its budget. You're giving less. <laughs> is than what it yeah. does to me.
2: Yep. Uh, so fair enough. Uh, sticking with my rating.
1: Uh, that's going to take us into overall. Jake, what's your overall score?
2: Vibes. <laughs> it I is gave a this a seven movie. overall. Uh, it, it's there's a tilt up here. I I think that this is a super duper unique and interesting zombie movie that I am not at all sad to have revisited. It's among my more favorite zombie flicks that i've seen in the last 10 years for sure and a lot of that is just due to the fact that this isn't a movie that you'll see like studio productions take on this is a work of indie labor and love and it created a super vibey interesting thing that i respect the hell out of so it's getting that tilt
1: yeah five it's a tilt up for me too i think it's really (laughs) really enjoyable It's not a great movie. I did not
2: know where you were going to go with this one. I feel like you talked this movie up so much that you gave it a blowout. It's a really good score. movie, but it's like, uh, and really enjoyable. It's a really good movie.
1: No, I said that exactly wrong. It's a really enjoyable movie. It's not that good. I um, think it's good. It's vibes. It's, good movie. And it's, it's got vibes it's for vibes. days. It's so vibes. So you would yeah.
0: rather watch Candisha again
2: than this? Absolutely. Okay. God, that's weird. That is so Candisha's weird. a better movie.
0: Wrong. Mark.
2: So, so, <laughs> that, so that, wrong. that That is actually wrong.
0: Um, I ended up right between you guys. I gave it a six. I think it's, it's refreshing in its uniqueness and it's, it's lo-fi beats type of personality. Um, (laughs) I'm standing by the vibes. Uh, yeah, the vibes. Um, and yeah, to Jack's point, it is, it's a very minimalistic, boring approach to the end of the world that focuses on the relationship between two people who don't really like each other, but happen to get along because they need to survive. It's an interesting take. Ben does feel like a character who needs someone else around to like
1: really do any kind of actual living.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Like Mickey needs Ben because Mickey is fucking useless, but Ben needs Mickey because otherwise he'd just be talking to himself and slowly going insane he'd over be the course insane. of, I mean, yeah. forty eight hours yeah. <laughs> for sure, max yeah. before he's like before he has a bloody handprint on a volleyball that he's talking to. Yeah. Absolutely, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah,
2: that's right. Uh, to who the hell would we recommend this? What? And the movie? people who want an interesting take on zombies yeah zombie fans yeah. definitely like,
1: zombie yeah. fans a unique I, unique take on zombies for sure yeah uh and also this is I, not to get overly gendered with it but this does hit me much more as a dude movie than a movie yeah. that women would well, enjoy I mean, du- I, my wife would fucking hate this movie
2: <laughs> i i yeah i don't i think that that point is well taken um yeah. this is a movie about dudes relationships and you know it's also a decade old <laughs> There's, yeah. nothing, there's, there's nothing, nothing there's nothing, there's yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I said that as there's something that's, like, problematic. The only problematic.
0: regrettable part of it is that they don't poop enough. <laughs> you're gonna poop more. I do I think it's funny, I, was, I do I think it's funny it that, this... uh, that Jeremy Gardner, that Jeremy Gardner wrote and directed this, which means he wrote the scene and then directed himself in the scene where he hangs his own dong. <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah, what would that look and right? like? And wiggles it around a little bit, too. Yeah,
0: well, I mean, yeah. you, you're gonna, it's, you're showering. Well, no, you no, got to no, wiggle no. your dong.
2: I just want to see his like review of that scene. Uh, a little too much shrinkage that time. <laughs>
1: I, I will say I was happy to learn that it was Mickey's girlfriend's house that he was taking the panties from and sniffing them and not just a random person's house. Yeah, but also we've established
0: that dude's a horn dog, so yeah, or also just lonely. I think, yeah, he's got some lonely and horn dog are basically synonyms, right? <laughs> in many ways
1: interestingly the follow-up i think from the guys who did jake and amir the show was a show called lonely and horny boom
2: to tie it all back in what you're it saying is i should have been on
0: college in. humor you're right yeah
2: nailed it <laughs> wait is that some incel shit no no okay college humor's great well i don't know lonely and horny sounds like it's burging. the, the, Could the main on.
1: character of lonely and horny horny is like not that far off of an incel type of guy but it's the joke is very much on that character throughout
2: yeah, that series. yeah 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 well okay Yeah. Yeah. Zombie
0: fans. Let's get out of here. (laughs) Before we get more into the incel hole. Fuck.
2: This has been episode 255 of the A to Z Horcast. If you're still here and hanging out and like what we got going on, we have links down there in the description below. Oh, my God. We have so many links, including our Patreon, which could be of interest if you're still here. As Jack mentioned at the top of the episode, all of those proceeds are currently going to Planned Parenthood. So you know that your money is going to a good place while getting some great benefits. As always, the music is coming at you from Super Bear. Their link is down there in the description below as well. And next week, we are moving on to a Mark selection. Going to be a bit of a vibe shift. We're going to Devil's Candy. Whoop, whoop. Until then, get your buddies, grab some beers, and go watch some horror movies. Have a great week, everybody.
0: Well, I feel like- all movies have some covered boobs in them.